Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Today is now the 26th, the day after we celebrated Christmas and celebrating the birth of our Savior who came to earth to save mankind. And yesterday, I talked about the seven miracles that Jesus done. But today, we're going to talk about authority that Jesus gave us the right to use his name and authority, but also how to connect with the Holy Spirit and, and what the Holy Spirit role is in today's society for men. So I got a really good word from God today to talk to you about. We're going to talk about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about authority and how to use Jesus' name. Because one of the challenges that I'm setting for myself for the next 30 days is only to use Jesus' name in authority that's supposed to be used. I'm not going to use his name in vain. I'm not going to use it as a joke. The next 30 days, I will be using Jesus' name to invoke change in my life, in my family's life. I'm going to speak Jesus' name in authority. I'm not going to let his name be watered down. One of the things that I've been studying in the book of Acts, after Jesus ascended to the Father, the Pharisees, the Sanhedrin, these people didn't want them to speak in the name of Jesus. Because they understood that there was power in the name of Jesus. And I want you to understand that that same power in Jesus' name exists today. And so I hope that those who listen to the show, that they would be encouraged to try, if it's only for five days, use Jesus' name in its totality, use it in its authority. And like I said, I want to thank all the people who listen to the podcast, the people in Illinois, the people in South Carolina, Pennsylvania, New York, California, uh, Wisconsin, and in the country of Spain, Russia, Iran, United Kingdom, and Canada. I appreciate you willing to hear me talk about God. And I just want to share with you how to use Jesus' name in the way that it should be used. Not to be used in a jokingly manner, but to only speak his name when you need him to make a change in your world and your circumstances. Because one of the first things that the apostles did if you go to acts you're going to see that when peter and john show up 
to the temple at the beautiful gate and this gentleman is laying there uh, he was looking to receive something and this is what they told him they said silver and gold we have none but in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise and know what he did he was made whole by the name so I want us to understand that there's authority in the name Jesus and I'm going to share with you from the gospel because the, the word of God is Jesus this is omnipotent and talking about it's him and so he left us his power eternity to use his name and to use it in authority to break the bands of the enemy off our lives so I, I hope that you would take this challenge with me. I want to let you know whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. You're not alone. He loves you. He would never leave you nor forsake you. Uh, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what, you, what you're dealing with. But I want to let you know that God is faithful. He's worthy to be trusted. He's worthy for you to believe in him. And he's worthy for you to take his name and use it in authority that it's meant to be used. And within these 30 days, I want you to take a journal and write down that when you use Jesus' name and authority, the way that's supposed to be used. In other words, see what Jesus did because at the end of the day, we know that when the disciples did it, the church multiplied. People was coming all over from ever. And the people was being healed. You know, in other words, so I want us today to have that same type of authority and understand that we can use Jesus' name in that capacity because he said it in his word. And so before we start, I'm, I'll be reading from the New King James Version today. And before we start, you know how we do things. Through prayer. Prayer is the only way to invoke change. Prayer is the most powerful thing on the face of the earth. The word of God declares men out of prayer not faint. So let's unlock the power of prayer right now. Oh precious Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you, Father, to use Jesus' name and authority to understand how to do what the apostles did. That when they spoke Jesus' name, things happened. Father, right now, I pray for those who are hurting, those who are feeling suicidal, those who are feeling completely lonely and feeling empty inside, God. I pray that you usher your word inside their heart that they feel them. I pray, Father, for the homeless, I pray for all the people who are in need, who don't know how they're going to get from point A to point B. Do not know what they're going to eat. Father, I ask you to provide for them in Jesus' name, in the authority of Jesus' name. Because your word declares that we have a right to use this name. And I want people to use this name, but also I want people to know who the Holy Spirit is. That he's here to help people, help people succeed 
in life because God you declare that you have a plan for our life of peace and hope I thank you father in the name of your son Jesus Christ amen see that's what using Jesus name in authority and so I just want to just talk a minute I want you to be excited because I'm excited I'm excited to share this with you. you know Jesus gave every believer his name on the earth the authority to use his name the transfer of this type of authority in our world today is what recognized as a legal term the power of attorney a power of attorney is the authority that is given to another person so as to act on behalf of the issuer in legal or any other matter so what Jesus is saying hey I'm gonna leave here I'm going to the father but I'm gonna let you use my name to have victory in this life that you live and I want you to know that there's victory in Jesus name the reason why we celebrate in this season because he came and he delivered us from sin he gave us the right to say Abba Father today I want you to know that there's power in the name of Jesus and he wants us to use this power of attorney to release the shackles off of us and I want to let you know whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. I want you to know that in your difficulties, God is there for you. And, and if we take this name and don't take it lightly, oh Jesus, oh no, don't we, we, we don't want to use his name like that no more. We want to use his name in authority that is meant to be used. I want you to use his name in authority that is meant to be used. Use it in that capacity. Jesus gave us the power to use his name on earth in the same manner. We are acting as his representative on the earth today. Everything that Jesus wants to get down on earth today, he does it through the believers in his name. Who has been given the power of attorney to act on his behalf? The term of the transfer of power is always included in the document. That transfer that the power and how powerful the transfer is. It will be determined by the value in it that is put in place by the issuer, which is Jesus. The Bible is the document that clearly highlights the transfer of authority to the believers. Every sentence inside it with the red ink where Jesus revealed the transfer of such authority to the believers. Itemizing the transfer itself. Did you see that? When you look at that red and you be like, you know, this is Jesus speaking. In other words, he wants you to know that this is, tell me about that, the writer, when he writes this, he wants you to know that this is what Jesus has said. 
So I want you to know that when he left, he left authority. But also, the Holy Spirit is here to come along to help you. And you got to know the Holy Spirit is a person. And you got to know that you can ask him. And you can talk to him. Say, Holy Spirit, I need help. So I just want to just share with you how to get things accomplished in your life by using the name of Jesus and understanding who the Holy Spirit is. I want to share this with you today. I want us to walk into victory. I want us to receive what God has for us. I want us to have victory. I want us not to live defeated and broke down and beat down because things didn't work the way that we wanted it to work. I want us to believe in the name of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And do, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus declared, I got authority. He got authority in heaven and on earth. You know, when he taught his disciples to pray, he said that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And you can have it. If you know how to use the name and authority and, and, and don't let use a name in a, in a watered down version, you can see what God can do. He can do these things. You can do these things because guess what? He gave you his power of attorney to use his name. Use it. Like I said, I just want you to take this challenge and trust and believe. Let's see. Hey, man, if Danny is right, you know, he said, hey, let's, you know, hey, let's just not joke around with Jesus' name for the next 30 days. Let's only use it when we need it. Let's do what the disciples did in the book of Acts. How that when they use Jesus' name, things happen. This is what we read. When they use Jesus' name, things happen. I want you to walk into that authority that what Jesus has. I want you to use that name because guess what I'm doing the next 30 days? I'm only going to use Jesus' name. For it to do what it should do. Because he gave me the power of attorney. To, to, to cancel some things out. Negative things out of my life. Now. In Mark chapter 16. Verses 17 to 18. I just want to show you in the word. Because if you see it in the word. Then you, talking about, then you understand. This is, this is the document I'm talking about. This document right here says, this is what you can do with my name. And if you can know what to do with his name, then you can use his name. And this is, this is what it says. 
These words of Jesus in the Bible make the transfer of the power to all believers in his name legally binding on earth. In the heavens under the earth, this means human, angelic, and demonic beings of the three worlds are bound to respond to the name of Jesus. And this is what it says in Mark 16, verse 17, 18, in the King James Version. All these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it would by no means hurt them. They would lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Now, some people might, you know, they're talking about, you know, I'm a Pentecostal believer. I'm just, just letting you know. I believe in the gifts. In other words, I know some, some people don't think that they're active in this age. But I believe in my heart. It's in other words, that what the word says like that, it can manifest. And, I, and that might be hard for you, but I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe that he died and rose again. I believe that if he said this, I got a right to believe it. Because, you know, in the high priestly prayer, John chapter 17, he said that he prayed for those who would believe in the words that the disciples spoke. I'm talking about, you know, do you, do you really believe and think that of God would just cut you off that he only let those signs and wonders happen so that you can believe but live a defeated life come on that wouldn't be God and if you think God is like that I you know my heart is that you know that God will reveal to you in a miraculous way that that's not him that he's the same yesterday as he is today I just don't want you to have a limited perspective on what God can do for you. I don't want you to have that perspective. I want you to know that he truly cares about you and that he would step in and fight for you, that he would uphold you. And when you use his name, you can believe that he will come through for you. I want you to know that. I don't want you to live defeated and not know that that name works. You need to know the name works. I want you to know it because see, the enemy has been, you know, he got people thinking that the name of Jesus don't work no more. He got people believing that Jesus, that authority is not here on the earth, but that's a lie. Use the name, take the challenge. Remember whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. You're not alone. If you have any kind of prayer request, please send it in so that I can pray with you and believe in the name of Jesus with you within these 30 days. Let's see what he does for you in these 30 days. Let's see if we take this name and not use it as a joke. You know, oh, gee, <laughs> you're talking about, you know, who? Jesus, who? You know, talking about, no, let's not, let's not do that. In other words, let's really just. Renew our minds on the name of Jesus because there's authority and power in the name of Jesus. I want y'all to know that, that, that there's authority and power in the name of Jesus. I want you to know that. So 
I gotta, I gotta get you there so you can see what I'm talking about. Because you're gonna say, man, Danny got a point here. And then we're gonna come back. What's gonna, what's gonna end up happening? We're gonna come back and be like, man, you know, I did that challenge with Danny said about just only using Jesus' name in, in the authority that it's meant to be. Man, I started praying about some things, and guess what? That authority in Jesus' name started working. So let's believe. And I said, you know, I just want you to know that. That there's authority in the name of Jesus. You can believe in the name of Jesus. You can, tr you can trust the name of Jesus. That you have this authority in the name of Jesus. That you can speak this name. And this is what I want to say. In Hebrews chapter 2, verse 5 through 8, it says this. It is not to the angels that he subjected the world to come about which we are speaking. But there is a place where someone has testified what is mankind that you are mindful of them, a son of man, that you care for him. You made them a little lower than an angel. You crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. And putting everything under them, God left them nothing that is not subject to them. Yet, at present, we do not see everything subject to them. I want you to know, Jesus set you up to be blessed. He set you up to be blessed. He set you up so you wouldn't fail. This is the whole purpose that he comes, so that you don't fail, that you don't fail, that you don't fail. We do have enormous power available to us in the name of Jesus that make every angelic and demonic being to wonder about the power and authority in us. God gave it to only the believers in the name of Jesus. See, this is why, you know, you can't, you know, I'm talking about, you know, Jesus is the only way because this authority doesn't come to any other name but Jesus. So this is the great thing about being a believer. The believer has access to the name of Jesus. Did you know that? Not everybody has access to the name of Jesus because not everybody believes in Jesus. Not everybody serving Jesus. But as a believer, in the name of Jesus, you have a right to use the name you have a right because he's given you the power of attorney to use his name. And just think, if you just took a moment of your time and said, man, let me see if it works or not. If it works or not. I want you to understand that Jesus has given you authority. As a believer, this is for believers. This is not for anybody else who don't believe. It don't work like that for them. But for you, this is how it should work. That he gave it to you to use 
whenever circumstances seem to outweigh you in this earth. So, you know, I just, just want to love on you and let you know that, you know, that as a believer, you have a right to use that name. Use it. I'm talking about, and when you use it, use it in the way it's supposed to be used. Don't use it in this watered-down, joking way where you hear the people laugh. And, and see, that's what, that's, that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to take Jesus' name lightly. He wants you to just like, he, 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 he. He wants you to think that this name doesn't work, that this name doesn't have power, that this name is just, you know, in other words, he doesn't do what he says he does. He's going to leave you out there. He's going to make you fall on your face. No, no, no. You got to see it. I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about you got to see it. You know, like I said, we, we celebrating the birth of Christ. This is the 26th. And I'm about, I, want, I don't want you just because the 25th is gone and passed that you don't know what you have in Jesus. Because now we're getting set up to start preparing for guess what? His resurrection, his death and resurrection. So we got to get down to the nitty gritty. And talk about these things. Because see, I want you to, I want you to have power. I want you to know that you have the authority to speak to Jesus' name to your circumstances. And so if you know it, then you can you can rejoice with me. You can say, Brother Danny, I've been using this name the right way. And just like any power attorney, Jesus gave. Us the power attorney to use his name while he was still on earth. <coughs> In John 16, verse 24. Let me turn my Bible page so I can share with you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive that your joy may be full. See, there's power in the name. The enemy don't want you to use the name. He don't. He wants you to take it and make it a joke, like you see in the TVs and on the movies and stuff. You know, where everybody just talked about Jesus and laughing. He ha 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 ha. Yeah. And so once you do that, guess what you do? You take away what it's meant to be. Because you know, like in the Old Testament, they said that they was even afraid to say God's name. In other words, they just you know, but they was afraid because because. You got to understand that there's power. And if you have respect and you know who you serve and what he can do, you can have victory. I'm so excited today just to talk to you about this because I want you to know whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. I know it's true because guess what? Everything that's been on my heart and mind, I know that God cares. I know that he loves me. I know that he thinks of me. And he cares about the little things. See, some people tell you, man, you don't need to have to go to God with all that stuff. Guess what? Whatever you want to talk to God about, you talk to him about it. Don't let nobody tell you it's too big or too small. That's their opinion. Because guess what? God want to know everything. You know, because guess what? He knows everything anyhow. So he don't have to withhold that stuff from God. 
You don't have to feel like, because then guess what happened? You begin to reason. You begin to say, well, I can't talk to God about that because that's not big enough. See, you're putting limitations on God because someone then told you, you don't need to do that. I just want you to know, hey, if your foot hurt, Father, my foot hurt. Tell me, don't be, don't be bashful and don't feel like that you just can't talk to God. Even if it hurts, what you're talking to him about. Talk to him about it because he cares that much for you. He cares so much for you that he sent his only, one and only begotten son. See, God declares that, hey, that's my one and only. There is no other son. I'm sending him into the world and he's going to pay this price. He's going to redeem you. He's going to do all this and bring you back to me. So understand that the Lord loves you. And so, you know, I just want to talk about that, you know, in other words, because I want us to understand what it is to use Jesus name and that we have a right to use that name because, see, the enemy don't want you to use that name. He don't want you to be able to trust in the name Jesus. He wants you to look at it as that just mm, don't have no weight to it, but it has weight to it. And you'll find out, you know, when we go through the book of Acts, which we will be going through the book of Acts, and we're going to see how all this stuff works and how these same disciples, when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was standing before this, uh, the Sanhedrin, and standing behind the Pharisees, and how that he stood behind the high priest and everybody ran from him. But what we're going to find out that these same people come back and be victorious. These same people begin to teach and preach in his name. See, you got to understand. They begin to preach and teach in his name. So there is no other name that men can be saved by, by, by the name of Jesus. So if you're not serving him, guess what you're serving? You're not serving nothing. You're just serving yourself. You're just serving yourself. And you can be a good person. You can do a whole bunch of good things. But if you're not serving him who paid the price for you, it's all none and void. I want you to know that. It's all none and void. Because he paid the price. You can't sneak into heaven. You can't sneak in there like that. Understand that. So remember that this is what we must do. We must trust the Lord, must believe in him, believe in the name. But now I'm to talk about this other person. This person is the most perfect gentleman that you can ever imagine. He's the Holy Spirit. He's that person that's going to come along he ain't going to beat you down. He ain't going to force you to, 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 to praise him and worship him. He's just going to let you decide on what you want to do. But when you're ready to speak to him and talk to him, you know what he's going to do? He's going to come through for you. And he's going to show up consistently because he's on a mission. He's on a mission. He has a job to do. 
Just like Jesus had a job to do when he walked the earth. This Holy Spirit is here to do some things. To do some things. I want you to get excited. I want you to be so excited because, you know, Jesus didn't leave you as an orphan. He left you with the comforter. But a lot of people don't even acknowledge him. Don't even talk to him. Right here. Just like Jesus was there with them, the Holy Spirit, right here. But he's ignored. My God, he's ignored. And so, I'm here to tell you, whatever's on your heart and mind, it's on God's heart and mind. But I'm also here to help elevate your thinking. And I'm trying to help you get to a point where you start seeing the blessings of God in your life. And not feeling defeated. Because he, he did something. Jesus did something. He left. And you know, he didn't leave, he, 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 he didn't leave us here. In other words, yeah, he sitting at the right hand of God. But he let the Holy Spirit come. Say, take care of him. Help him out. He's called a counselor. Jesus spoke of the Holy Spirit, the counselor. The Greek denote someone called or sent to help. It was sometimes used in a technical sense as a counselor, a spokesperson. Not in a legal sense, but as a friend coming alongside to help. In John's Gospel, it has that common everyday meaning of a helper. Jesus called the Holy Spirit another of the same. Jesus was indeed the helper of the disciples. He touched the weakness of Peter's mother-in-law and gave her strength for service. This is found in Mark. Chapter 1, verse 31. He spoke to the helpless man at the pool and gave him strength to take up his mat and walk. Part of seven miracles. I want you to know that we had the Holy Spirit here. And I want you to access him. I want you to talk to him. I want you to build a relationship with him. Because he want to talk. Because he got a lot of say. Because he's hearing directly from God. He knows what's going on in heaven. He knows what's going on on earth. In John chapter 14, verse 15, he said, If you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father. And he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he lives with you.
and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you before long and the world will not see me anymore. Here he said, that the Holy Spirit is this going to be this person that's going to be a friend. He's going, he's going to be right there for you. And I want you to, I want you to exercise using speaking to him, saying, Holy Spirit, I know I haven't talked to you. I haven't told you about what's on my heart and mind. But today, Holy Spirit, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to use Jesus' name in the way that it should be. Help me. Show me how to do it. Because I know that Jesus said that he was going to send you. And this is why he's not here. Because he trusts you to do what you are supposed to do. So I just want you to know that the Holy Spirit is here. He's here. He's here to help. And he's waiting on you to ask him. He's waiting on you to believe that Jesus didn't leave you as an orphan. That Jesus was a man of his word. He said in verse 18, I will not leave you as orphan. I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore. But you will see me because I live and you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me, I too will love him and show myself to him. Did you tell me, see, I want you to understand. Jesus said that you have to do something, but he's going to show you all this love. And first of all, we got to take his name and believe that he, that what he said, that we have this power of eternity to use his name. But this is what he said. Let's go back. He says this in verse 21 in John chapter 14. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my father. And I too will love him and show myself to him. Now check this out. Then Judas, not Judas the Scarlet, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? This is Jesus. I'm talking about the red is Jesus. And Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teachings. My father will love him. And we will come to him and make a home with him. He who does not love me will not obey my teachings. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who has sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you 
all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you and my peace I give you. I do not give you to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away. I am coming back to you. If you love me, he said, if you love me, you would be glad that I'm going to the Father. The Father is greater than I. I have told you before, it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe and I will speak with you much longer. For the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold on me, but the world must learn that I love the Father, that I do exactly what my Father commanded me. Come now, let us leave. See, this is what Jesus said. I want you to understand. You know what Jesus said? He loved the Father. He only doing what God told him. He said, well, hey, whatever you think about the devil, he ain't got no hold on me. Everything I'm doing, I'm doing for my Father. But also, he said, the Holy Spirit is here. I want you to understand. Using the name and using the Holy Spirit is your weapon against whatever's going on in your life. It's your weapon. Guess what? If you're walking with God, that's what the word said. If God is for you, who could be against you? If God is for you, who can be against you? And so now we're going to flip on over to John 16. And we're going to go down to verse 5 and talk about the works of the Holy Spirit. Because see, I want to see this is this message right here to anyone who would just take the principles of it and see if I'm blind or not. Let's see if it works. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, you don't have to do it. But my God, give it a try. And remember, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. He loves you. In John 16, chapter 5, I want you to know who the Holy Spirit is. Now I'm going to him who sent me, yet none of you have asked me, where are you going? Because I have said these things, you are filled with grief. But I tell you the truth. It is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of guilt in regards to sin and righteousness and judgment in regards to sin. Because men do not believe in me in regards to righteousness. He said, hey, they ain't going to believe me, but I'm seeing the Holy Spirit. And he's going he's gonna to convict some people. He's going to change some people's hearts and minds. He said, I'm going to the Father where you can see me no longer. And in regards to the judgment, because the prince of this world now stands condemned, I have much more to say to you. More than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth come. I want you to, 
See, one thing about this, you can play this back again and you can get it and you can listen to it over and over again. He says, when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truths. He will not speak of his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to my, to me by taking from me what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father's minds. That is why I said the Spirit would take from what is mine and make it known. So I just hope that you're excited. You know, I just, you know, talking about, you know, Jesus' authority and the Holy Spirit. Because I want you to know that there's dunamis, there's power with that. And we're going to close in prayer. I hope that this has been a blessing for you. I hope this word penetrates your heart. And like I said, I don't know what you're going through, what you're feeling right now, but I want you to know that whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And we're going to close out in prayer. Oh, precious Father, I just thank you, Father, for letting us talk about Jesus and authority that he left with his name and talking about the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, that he's here to help mankind. And Father, I pray that people will take your name for what it's designed to do and not use it as a joke form, but only speak it when they need to speak it. And that they would talk to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit be a part of their life, everyday life. That they would depend upon him because you're going to speak to him and you're going to tell him what to tell us. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you for your word. Father, I pray that you bless your people in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to tell you that I love you. I want to tell you I was, it was a pleasure talking to you. I can't wait till the next, next, next time we speak and talk about this Jesus that I love and you love. I just want to say I love you. Remember, you're not alone. And whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. Have a blessed day.